Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, welcome to another STEM information podcast. SIP, which stands for SIP here on Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Today... Our letter for the day is B. B stands for brainstorming. That's going to be our topic. Brainstorming. Now, a lot of you may know this word. It's it's a common a catchphrase used in creative and innovative and design problem-solving type environments and discussions. Brainstorming, the definition is a group of creativity techniques by which efforts are made to find a conclusion for a specific problem by gathering a list of ideals spontaneously contributed by the members. The term was popularized by Alex Falconet Osborne in 1953 in his book Applied Imagination. Love that name. Um, and as always, we like to give you a reference. Of course, you have the, the reference to the book. Uh, now, it was written back in 1953, but it's for those who are curious and those who like to read, it's always good to look back to see that everything old is new again. Also, we like to leverage the Wikipedia. So I'm picking up some of the definitions and going to describe to you some techniques based on wikipedia.org so you can go to in.wikipedia w-i-k-i-p-e-d-i-a dot org and just search on brainstorming which another word for brainstorming is disambiguation yes disambiguation um, so you see why a lot of people like to just call it brainstorming. That's a mouthful right there. Now, so let's explore a little bit further. So brainstorming came from an advertising executive, Alex Osborne. He began developing methods for creative problem solving going all the way back to 1939, actually. He was frustrated by employers' inability to develop creative ideals individually for ad campaigns. So his idea was to use the collective ideas of team and teammates. And that's where the whole brainstorming techniques came about. So in response, he began hosting group thinking sessions and discovered a significant improvement in the quality and quantity of ideas produced by employees. Osborne outlined his methods in his 1948 book, Your Creative Power. Specifically in chapter 33, he says, how to organize a squad to create ideas. Osborne claimed that two principles contribute to identitive efficiency. So basically, 
how to maximize getting a lot of different ideas, bringing them together, and driving them all to uh, or leveraging them to come to a conclusion or a solution. Again, you can always throw out random ideas, but also taking the next step in order to get consensus. Those two go hand in hand. So what he called was part of the technique required deferred judgment and then reaching for quantity. So the goal of brainstorming initially is just put as many ideas out there and not to judge, not to start eliminating or categorizing. Just put them out there, whatever comes to mind. It allows people just to have kind of a free flow consciousness, not to be self-conscious about what they're saying. Also, the beauty of brainstorming is that you start collecting other people's ideas and combine with your own filters and ideas. Next thing you know, your ideas are coming up with hybrid ideas. And this is where some of the real creativity comes up because you alone might not have come up with that idea, but it's the combination of what other people are saying and your own ideas that you really start pushing the envelope and the synergy. We used to like to refer to synergy was a big word. So using other people's energy, your energy, and collectively coming up with the best of all worlds. So following Osborne's two principles um, were his four general rules of brainstorming established with the intention to one, reduce social inhibitions among group members, two, stimulate idea generation, three, increase overall creativity of the group. One of the things in brainstorming, it's encouraged to set ground rules. Um, make sure people, one of the ones that I like is that you can't pull rank in brainstorming. You can't use your title or your position in the company. When you bring a group of people together, all ideals are equal. So uh, one group we used to say, leave your title at the door. Now, let's look at his four general rules that follow up to the the initial two principles we talked about. Number one, go for quantity. This rule is a means of enhancing divergent production. So divergent meaning as many diverse or different ideas. And of course, you know, diversity has a special place in our podcast because we talk about diversity in STEM. In order to maximize diverse ideas, you have to have diverse people with different experiences and backgrounds and uh, cultural context. So you can't have diversity if everybody sitting at the table all looks alike and thinks alike. So keep that in mind as well. The assumption here is that the greater the number of ideas generated, the bigger the chance of producing a radical and effective solution. And also what we say in the world of diversity and inclusion, you want solutions that consider the audience. If the audience is diverse, then you need to make sure that the ideas generated um, are from people who are representative of who's got to use the solution or who's going to be impacted by the solution. 
That's number one. Go for quantity. Number two, withhold criticism. So in brainstorming, criticism of ideas generated should be put on hold. Instead, participants should focus on extending and adding the ideals, reserving criticism for a later stage, which we call the critical stage of the process. Um, by suspending judgment, participants will feel free to generate unusual ideas. I have an exercise that we do in one of our workshops where I ask people to come up with as many ideas of how to simply use a paper clip. Um, some of them are, you know, even things like I've had people talk about piercing your ears. Now, not necessarily a, a, a safe idea, but it's worth putting it out there so we don't pass judgment uh, when people initially put it out there. Later on, we might eliminate it or talk about the, the risk or impact. But for the sake of ideals, the team gets rewarded and recognized for as many different ideas. And the more unique the idea, they get extra credit without judgment. Um, here's, okay, of our, as we're going through our, our four rules by Osborne, number three is welcome wild ideas. To get a good long list of suggestions, wild ideas are encouraged. They can be generated by looking from new perspectives and suspending assumptions. These new ways of thinking might give you better solutions. One of the things that when we're trying to brainstorm a solution and it's related to technology, we say pretend that there's no budget, there's no deadline, there's no limitations on uh, our technical resources or their knowledge of the, the software or the solution. So imagine, you know, what we would call the perfect project now and using that as your parameters for brainstorming. So take away all of those limitations in those boundaries. This is w because what I have found in other teams and projects, every time someone would throw out an idea You'd have someone from the technical team say, oh, that's too hard. It's going to take too long. That's going to be special coding. We don't have that knowledge. And by them criticizing or critiquing or passing judgment on the idea, it starts to slow down the process and it starts people closing off and holding back their ideas because they're afraid it's going to be scrutinized. So they just eliminate it without even saying it. That's what you don't want to do. That's the worst case scenario of, and the uh, exact opposite of brainstorming. What we want here is just completely suspending any um, assumptions and encourage new perspectives. As a matter of fact, the more laughing and outrageous and and you know I can just see from the, the the team their reaction I I know that they are really exploring kind of the wild side letting down their inhibitions and just going for it that's what I want to look for when a team's brainstorming and this as it, it says here these new ways of thinking might give you better solutions so again the more people feel free and, and able to explore wild ideas, the better the solution. Combine and improve ideas. So that's the last step in the last of the four general rules. It says, as suggested by the slogan, 
one plus one equals three. That's something that we say in brainstorming, that one person puts an idea out there, you might have your own idea, but from that, when you combine it, you all come up with exponentially even more ideas because there are hybrids based on your just two individual ideas. The whole idea of brainstorming is that we stimulate each other's creativity and we bring out each other's creativity and ideas. So you continue to build upon ideas. So, and even intentionally take two ideas, put them side by side and then brainstorm how many different things can you come from that combination. So these are just a, a few notes and suggestions um, and even a, a light framework around the idea of brainstorming. Um, it's about bringing a group of people together. Uh, there's some suggestions about the best number of participants. Maybe around 12. You don't want it to get too big because you want to make sure everybody has a chance to be heard. And then you'll, there's other variations on brainstorming. Um, as if you are a professional facilitator or if you're an informal facilitator, it's great to explore that there's different techniques. You'll hear some terminology like nominal group technique, group passing technique. The team ideal mapping method, one called directed brainstorming. There's also guided brainstorming. The individual brainstorming style, or what we call the questioning brainstorming style. And there's even something called electronic brainstorming, EBS. And there's various software applications that help lend um, in the efforts of collaboration and brainstorming. A lot of these tools are great, especially when you have a team that might be separated, not in the same place. Uh, one tool, the SAM, Software Aided Meeting Management, um, and this is by uh, Group Systems. Again, taking advantage of technology to still leverage team, team collaboration, but doing it, again, when people are remote and not necessarily face-to-face. -face. So this is just some context around brainstorming. So again, it might be a word that you've heard of before, but now you realize that there's a deeper perspective when you peel it back. And again, this might be something that you want to dive into, learn a little bit more, even there are classes on facilitation. Uh, you know, our partners, B2T Training, teaches a class on facilitation, and brainstorming is one of the, the techniques, as well as something we teach business analysts in our essential skills class. So dive in, learn more. Brainstorming is an important part of problem solving. Problem solving is the key and is the backbone of what drives STEM and STEAM. So thanks for listening to today's STEAM Information Podcast. That's all for today. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.